Welcome to day number 11 of the 12 days of Living Free with RP. I'm your host, the Tubiac Maniac, and today it is Allison. And her RP journey brought her into the world of adaptive surfing. You're going to learn how she found that and more in today's episode. All right. I want to just thank you so much for taking the time out to be on the podcast today. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. It's always nice to have, I always have new guests coming on. <laughs> so let's just start it out from the top and uh, just introduce yourself to everybody and give us a little bit about your family, you and, you know, a little bit of everything. Okay. Um, well, hello, everybody. My name <laughs> is Allison McKelvey Aiken, and I live in the land where the Chumash live in California. Um, I come from a family where uh, I seem to be the only one with RP. We can't find any uh, relatives on either side with RP. So um, it's a little bit different circumstances than other people. And um yeah, obviously, we all have different experiences with RP. So my story that I share with you today is my story, and it's different for everybody. And um, I think it's always important to remember that, you know, the way it progresses and how it progresses and all of life's lessons that come along with RP is is very individualized. Um, so. Um, Absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah, we have some I mean, like, like I always say that we always have um there are things that join us. I mean, besides, I mean, obviously RP does, but the symptoms, like, I mean, we all experience bad night vision, you know, I mean, that's, that's usually a given, but you're right. It's wild since doing this podcast, I've learned that there's so many genes. There's so much uh, extra things that some people get. Like some people just don't get RP. They get, you know, I mean, obviously ushers or uh, I've had other people have, uh, was it other Stanlos syndrome uh, and, and just a couple other things. So, I've had even actually someone with uh, autism on, yeah. uh, so it's, 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 it's just so crazy that, but you're right. Your journey is yours and uh, just like mine's mine and everyone else's, but we are bonded though through this wonderful disease. <laughs> 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 so when did you get diagnosed? Um, so I've, um, I first started noticing my vision loss with the night vision. Um, as a child, I I got in a sledding accident when I was a kid and wow. um, ended up. I was I was sledding on the sidewalk and um, ended up. My sister jumped on top of me and we swerved out into the street and there were some parked cars. Um, and we sled right into a parked car and I ducked trying to like go under the chassis. And she put her hands up to block us. And so she she cut her chin and I cracked my the top of my head open and got some oh, stitches. That's fun. Um, so, you know, I didn't have any vision loss before that time. And I think the accident might have kind of knocked some things out of alignment or helped maybe activate it or something. Um, but so that was, you know, maybe around seven or so. And then I started losing my night vision. Um after that, I first noticed it with like the glow in the dark 
things that were really popular in the 80s. Oh, like the glow sticks, right? Yeah, 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 glow sticks. And <laughs> yeah. I could no longer see like the stars in my ceiling that I put up there. And um, oh, yeah, geez, I remember those things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then um, I ended up going to the eye doctors and I got diagnosed when I was a freshman in high school. Oh, boy. So I was 14 years old. Oh, um, yeah, 14 here too. All right. Oh. <laughs> nice. Um, so I, I went away to boarding school and got diagnosed, you know, on a long weekend when we were going to these specialists, uh, went to many different hospitals and doctors and, um, did all these long tests. The, the, the one that I just really have a hard time with the peripheral one where for like hours. The worst, the worst video game ever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's on, right? Like we're just waiting for you to start pressing I hate that. You know, yeah, because it's like, you know, when you're, I just click it. They tell me, they told me to click. And if I, even if I think I see it, just click it. I'm like, all right. (laughs) I know know my brain's like, I can hear the noise. I should be clicking. Oh, I heard about that. The machine. See, I never, I didn't know that. I didn't think about that. But someone mentioned recently on one of my episodes, not out yet, but he was like, he would cheat the system. Exactly. Because he could hear it and no, yeah, no, it was coming. Totally. I did not know Um, that. I would have done that. Yeah. So, you know, um, at the time that I was diagnosed, they, um, the doctors just said, you know, there's, there's no cure in Western medicine and you're going to lose all your eyesight by the age of 40. And, um, wow. They just, they just laid it, right it all there. out. <laughs> you That's know, a good bedside manner right there. I, you know, in hindsight, I, I think that it, it would have been best for doctors to convey those types of, um, predictions to my parents only and not a young yeah i don't yeah yeah because there's there's no guarantee of that that's like coming out and be like hi you have cancer you're gonna be dead in a couple months yeah all right (laughs) (laughs) wait a second you know i i i think that's that's actually not good protocol i don't know exactly what medical protocol is with with minors but um i obviously try to not take it on but felt very traumatized by that um you know, right. kind of doomsday um because you're still 14 you're still like we're indestructible you know, oh, teenagers, yeah. you know? And, right yeah like like oh okay i got this disease <laughs> and then you know right and i mean at that point i had never had a boyfriend before even you know and so suddenly i had all these fears who's gonna love me who's gonna want oh, me adequate wow. you know and um, so I, you know, the, the, uh, that really sparked, um, a desire to kind of look for alternatives, you know, and, um, kind of a spiritual awakening of starting to meditate and study Eastern religions and alternative wow. healing, you know, um, so, you know, there's, there's different ways we can tell our story and I have learned recently to kind of reframe the way that I view the, you know, my, my life's path with, with the vision loss, you know, for many years, it was this, you know, emanating fear of the unknown of something that I didn't want that was going to come, you know? Right. Um, and growing up in a world where, where I didn't know any blind people, you know, I didn't even know any visually impaired, Um, so I felt very alone with, uh, without having much support network. Um, but I've learned to rewrite the story in my head, you know, in a different way now. That's good. 
And um, so, yeah, there, you know, when I was first diagnosed, my parents, I have wonderful, loving parents who are very supportive. Um, and they started a mission to try and help raise funds for Foundation for Fighting Blindness. Awesome. To try and uh, raise awareness, to find a cure. Um, but at the time, as a teenager in high school, you know, I felt really uncomfortable even talking about it with people. Um, and I, you know, as much as they were, you know, trying their best to do something to help, it wasn't exactly what I felt was helpful at the time. Right. Um, and so, you know, that kind of, we, we basically just didn't talk about it for a long time. I was like, I am in the grief phase right? and I don't want to talk about this. You just want to be a teenager I, at the same time, right? You wanted to just be... Yes, I just want to live my life. I'll be a teenage girl. I want to enjoy teenage life, and <laughs> and maybe yes, that that doesn't mean I can do like these nighttime parties because I mean that's what I struggled with hanging out in my in my teenage years was doing those nighttime parties with your friends. I'm the oh, one hanging yeah. by the fire because I'm like I can't go run exactly. around with you guys because find I'll the fall one in the fire. You <laughs> <for laughs> don't need. Yeah, yeah, I don't want this. Like, yeah, so yeah, I was the one that would be like, give me a chair. I'll hang out with you guys. I'll be over here though. You know, like, exactly. you know, but yeah. So other than that, like, yeah, Harry, yeah, like, yeah, we just want to be like us. Let, let me, yeah. Let me just do this. I don't need to talk about RP every moment of every, everything. Yeah. Let's just be yes. normal people. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. How do you feel and now I, though? I would always play the, I'm just really drunk hard. If it was you oh, know, yes. in college or go. high school. <laughs> <laughs> Like man, how many do you drink? You know. Uh, yeah, exactly. I and I would always. Every time she's here, she's like drunk when she gets in. Yeah. It's, like, it's like she just shows up drunk. That's how you get the reputation of being like the party person, even though you're really not. <laughs> I swear, she's had drinks. Like she drinks twenty four seven. She's never the designated driver at night. Yeah. <laughs> That's her problem. I mean, she's walking into stuff when she comes in the house <laughs> to show up. No, that's crazy. But how do you feel now? Fast forwarding all these years later, like what's your um, outlook on it now? Oh, man. Um, wow. Well, you know, I I feel a lot of gratitude now. I feel um, for me, I have kind of rewritten the story in my head of um, finding the gifts, you know, finding the blessings. Um, and, you know, some people talk about there's like a philosophy that the disease or the illness is the mother. And so like some sickness or illness or hardship can be there to kind of bring us to something, you know, or, or teach us something. Um, and so I've um, embraced the gifts that have come along with the low vision. You know, it's like right. it's it it brings me, um, you know, the opportunity to kind of slow down and breathe and be yeah. almost in more of a meditative mode. Like I can't run around and rush around and no, achieve enemy. all of these things anymore. <laughs> that's, a, that's um, an awful idea. Right? And speed is the enemy of RP. Yes. 
So every time I try and like be fast, that's when I run into things and bonk my head. Yeah, that mistakes happen. And yeah. Yep, yeah, yep. knock over the glass. And yep. The best days um, you have are the days, like you said, taking the up, yep, taking it. Slow yeah, but the more I can kind of, kind of just embrace it and accept it and and just learn how to move with it instead of fighting it. Um, right. That has been a huge teacher for me. Um, you know, there's been so many valuable lessons of um learning how to love this part of me that's been really hard to love you know uh, like how, yeah. oh yeah how can i <laughs> not only accept this but love it and embrace it and welcome it and you know for so long it's been like this simultaneous for for me there were many many years where i was one, trying to heal it in some alternative fashion because they said Western medicine wouldn't work. So I have studied like everything under the sun, you know, wow. yoga, meditation, aromatherapy, light therapy, acupuncture, medicinal plants, um, you know, just everything. Um, always thinking that outside was going to be the answer to solve inside, you know, that the something was out there that was going to fix me that was broken you know and and now I've realized oh actually I have a gift like I see differently than others and that yep. doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad it's just different oh no. we soak in things more now we, we enjoy things more because we have that yes. thought of you know we we look at things we have to study them more we were more detail-oriented because of that because we have to really we don't know the next time we're going to be able to see something. So we just kind of, we live in that moment more often. Yes. And I think that's All a, that po that's a power, you know, Absolutely. and the better. And yes, yes, yes. There's the better hearing. There's the better sense of smell. There's all these other things that you have to also learn to embrace that you have yourself. You have, you know, like you were saying, it's not the outside stuff you have to do. It's the inside is what you got to, to make, to, to fight this or to, you know, and our work with what you have, you know, don't, don't view it as I'm I've lost all this. Like when I you know, take it the other way, like, but I still have this. Like I could still do this. Yeah. And you know, and yeah, you're right. You have to kind of and that's a good message for anybody listening right now. It's like it's I know everyone's has down days and we're allowed to have them. You know, I mean, I mean, I do, I still have down days, but uh I think the important thing is to just be like, all right, that happened. Oh, Let's yeah. go on, move on. You know, you shake it off. <laughs> like, okay. The pity party's over. Okay. I, but I, I'm, you know, like you said, have gratitude. I'm gracious that we, you know, that I still can open my eyes and still see things when other yeah. people may not have that gift. So that's, you know, let's enjoy that. But that's, that's definitely a great way to look at things. And uh, I don't know, have you, have you actually looked into intermittent fasting? Cause that's what I do. And I heard that's another actually great thing for Yes, possibly um, for um, I do. RP. I do practice fasting um, and change of diet, you know, has helped. Okay. Uh, with a lot of different things of, That's you know, great. obviously I go on these crazed fads, you know, of like, oh, vitamin D is good. No, vitamin D is not eh. good. And cod liver is good. No, cod liver is I, I, I stick to vitamin A. So although I did learn on this podcast um, something new, and if you, uh, one of the episodes was I was always told vitamin E, don't do it. Like vitamin E speeds up your disease, you know? So I, my entire teenage life and twenties and things like that, I didn't eat kiwis because kiwis is one of my favorite fruit. And I uh, didn't have all this other stuff because, you know, can't have vitamin E. So, but then I learned it wasn't, I learned that it wasn't about, it was, it had to be the same amount of vitamin, like a high dosage of vitamin E that would speed it up. 
And then I learned when they tested that, when they said, quote unquote, that vitamin E speeds it up, it's they tested it on synthetic vitamin E, like made up vitamin E, not natural, like from fruit and think, you know, like actual real vitamin E. That actually is good. So all this, all these, all these years, I've been like depriving myself of certain things. Like, oh, I can't do that. Like, like I can't, I can't have that because that's like a speed my eye disease up. You know, um, I went back and said, freak this. Now I get kiwis all the time. I, you know, I stick to natural vitamin E, but yeah, I wouldn't have learned that unless I did this podcast. I was literally just under that impression, you know, like I get, yeah. we, we all go with what information we, what we know, uh, yeah. you know? Yeah. So just like you, like you were given, you know, okay, you're gonna be blind by 40, but then you started to kind of like get out of that bubble and go, well, let me see this, you know, let me, let me check this for myself. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's important too to, you know, discuss how many of us can feel so much pressure of like, is this good for my eyes or not good for my eyes and constantly be oh, trying to God, yeah, right? and like self-judging or, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. And I mean, a lot of times we don't really know exactly how things affect us. And um, so, yeah, there's there's been a whole process of like, you know, how much does it run my entire life versus how much do I live my life, you know? Right. I don't, yeah. You don't want to spend like 90% of your day just constantly thinking about every aspect of what you're doing is RP related. Like, oh, yeah. You know, Which you know, I can like, totally geek out on. Well, we could. Right. We could. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think a lot of us would do that. Like, and it's, but you, but like, you, just, you need balance. Right. Yeah. We, I, like, we want to be us. Yeah. At the end of the day, I say whole. I always describe, I don't like using the term like uh, normal. I like to say, I just want to be more whole. Like, there's things I do and I'm like, that made me feel more whole. Like I didn't feel like a uh, disabled person. I felt more whole, yes. you know? And that's yes. that's another way to look at things sometimes. It's instead of saying, oh, I'm disabled. Like, it's like, oh, I just lack being whole sometimes. <laughs> I'm not, well, I'm just for not, me, yeah. yeah, that's so important. The wholeness is also like, you know, accepting and embracing the disease. It's like when we try and isolate away from it, you know, then then we become fragmented because, oh, yeah. you know, there is part of us that that has this, you know? And so the wholeness is for me, you know, when I'm in my denial of just trying to quote unquote, be normal and live my life without it, you know, in this very yeah. narrow, stubborn fashion, <laughs> that's not wholeness either, you know? No, like It's exhausting. That's exhausting so to be exhausting. A, and honestly, I spent like most of my adult life like that, where I didn't talk about it with pretty much anyone. And you probably went um, to like adult function, regular, you know, sighted functions and all that stuff. And you just had to blend in, right? Like most of us, we all just tried yeah, to be like, hey, I'm a sighted person just like you. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And even when I gave up driving, I, I don't recommend this for others, but I was like asking for rides, for example, for my kids to go to sports and things like that. And I didn't yeah. mention why I gave up driving. Wow. That's like, funny. I never oh, thought I'm about not that. driving right now, you know? Like not, yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't drive. Like maybe moment. next week I'll be driving again. Or like, maybe I just got a DUI or maybe I'm just a deadbeat <laughs> mom that doesn't my, care about her kids. <laughs> my car has been in the shop a long time. Yeah. I'll I let you so know. I, I think I might get it back next week, but can you? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the entire like, time I've known you, six months, like it's been a couple of years now. <laughs> and you still, the car's still in the shop. Exactly. Exactly. yeah you know it's funny they haven't told me when it's gonna be done 
<laughs> oh my god, I never thought about that. Jeez, not having like stopping driving, but yet not even telling people why you stopped driving. Because I was so embarrassed. And then later uh, I found out wow. that it probably would have actually been a lot easier if people just knew and could have compassion and isn't it isn't it interesting? Like when you finally quote unquote, as we call it, come out of the closet, exactly. how much more helpful people are and how nice they like, the whole time you're worried that people are going to see you in a different light and you don't want them to see you in that certain light. You're kind of like, I was kind of embarrassed in myself. Sometimes I don't want people to look down on me or look, uh, feel bad for me. Like, I still hate that. I don't like when I tell someone I'm going blind, I do not like being told, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, why are you sorry? (laughs) Like, why are you sorry for me? I'm not, (laughs) don't be sorry. Like I, I live a pretty awesome life. I, because of RP and I get to know, I get to talk to people like you and I get to, you know, go on these crazy journeys and, um, and just do a lot of more funny things that I probably would not do if I didn't have RP. So don't feel bad for me. I was like, people bring me drinks. People bring me food. I don't have to get out of my chair. Like people help me. Like, I'm like, this is not bad. I don't have to drive anywhere. People drive me like, so it, you have it's about looking at the positive way of things you know it's exactly. like no but i don't i don't like that i just can't stand being told like i'm so sorry <laughs> nope just say to me oh wow oh that sucks i'm like yeah maybe yeah i'll agree with you it does kind of suck it does kind of suck but don't like but don't feel sorry for me <laughs> so where's your vision currently um currently i'm at like 12 degrees or so um i'll be about where i am yeah yeah yeah, so I um I started cane training about a year and a half ago. Awesome. And um I remember the the day <laughs> that I I went through uh stress really aggravates my eyesight when I've been through yeah. some yeah. um you know family uh stressful situations I've lost a lot of eyesight in a rapid short period of time. Um oh, wow. and that can be really frightening for me when you know at one point I lost like, you know, half of my vision of what I had and was like, Oh, okay. If this progresses, then in six months, I'm going to have no sight, you know? And fortunately I was able to like change things in my life and uh, manage situations, get better sleep and uh, reduce stress. And, um, but yeah, when I first, uh, I, so I was so traumatized by my initial diagnosis that I, I'm very different than most. They say you're supposed to go in like once or twice a year for your eye checkup. And I know it took me 25 <laughs> years to go in for my next eye checkup. Oh, high five. That was me. How about me? <laughs> about 30. So I was actually about 30. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, by 20, yeah, 20. Yeah. 20 years. Why, why should I put myself through all of that? You know? Yeah. What, is, what are they going to tell you? Like, I that's how I was. Yeah. What are they going to say? No oh, you lost more. You, you lost more sight. Goodbye. Yeah, like exactly. that's it. Like that's how I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> so I, I was like simultaneously avoiding this part of my life while also devoting my entire life to finding a cure, basically to defy, you know, God or destiny or whatever. Like you I'll, know? yeah, I'll choose. Yeah. Like I choose when, yeah. when this Right. Right. In this very egoic fashion, even though, you know, uh, like, it must be, you know, there, there's there got to be a way. And instead of this acceptance of, you know, everything happens for a reason and there's a lesson or there's a gift in this or, you know. But in, it, but in itself right there, that's stress right there. Like in a way, if you think about it, like you were stressed, like you had your, like all that thought, it was almost, almost kind of stressful in a way also, like, because you're just constantly thinking about it. It's like, it, there's got to be more out there. So some, sometimes I feel like I didn't want to 
I just want to be like, I don't want to think about it. I want to just like, what if it comes, it comes like, and, and let me just, while I got what I got, let's, let's work with it. Let's, let's go and do things. Like, I don't want to sit in the couch and just, you know, Oh, I'm going blind. And then yes, also, you know, it's I been agree. five years and you're like, Oh, I should have, there's so many things I could have done. I didn't realize that five years, I'd still have this kind of vision. I could have really, you know, I could enjoy things a little bit more like, you know, so yeah. Like, I think that's the best way to live personally. Just keep being grateful for what you have and going out there and doing as much as you can with well, it. Yeah. Be you. That's yeah. it. Like, like don't approach things like, Oh, I can't do that because I have this like, yeah. no, see if you can right. go try something or maybe go and, you might not be able to do something the way somebody else does it, you know, but you're, there's, there is a way to get around that obstacle. I mean, yeah. I didn't think you could travel. I mean, the thought of traveling completely blind scares the you know crap out of me, but I've had people on like who 25 years old already traveled the country, like the world already been around like the world yeah, at 25 years old. Amazing. And they're blind. I like completely like I'm like, what? that's insane to me. So I mean, I, I I was like, so now I have no excuse. Exactly. Exactly. I, I recently I recently went to Ohio, like took a plane by myself to go see um I'm a fan of the Cincinnati Bengals. And I was like, I'm not waiting any longer for friends to be available so that I can go watch my team live at a at a football game. So I literally flew out on Halloween by myself. Wow. Nice. And just was like, I'll just, I'll figure it out. I'll ask for help if I need it. And um, everything went great. I had no RP accidents and I made it there. Saw my game. It sucked because they lost. <laughs> uh, but like, I had a great time and I made it back home safely. And it was, uh, it changed my confidence. I came back like almost a new person because awesome. now I go and just say, all right, um, normally I might always rely on people to like, Oh, can you walk in with me to this place? Or can you walk in with me to this place? Cause just, just because I, I felt, I feel more comfortable with somebody with me. Now I'm just like, I'll go in, you know? Cause I know I can do, it. I just did it. Like I just had to go to these places by myself, these restaurants. I went by myself. I navigated streets at night by myself. So it's like, yeah, you just, this, this is what you got to do. Right. Like just do things like, don't yeah. be afraid. Now yeah, I got no excuse. 100%. Talking to people, like I said, I always compare it. Like I learned something like, I know it's like a lot of times it's people, it's, you know, it's your journey when I, when I bring people on here, but it's, I'm learning just as much from doing this podcast oh, and, yeah. you know, like I, I love, that's why I love talking to like different people. And like you said, you're earlier saying it before we recorded, they're saying how it's, this is your story. Oh, no, we're re-recording. This is your story. So like, but still I'm getting a lot out of your story i get i get i gain oh, from yeah, your story yeah, yeah. right and you get and, and that's what i love about know. this podcast and you know once i finally came out of the closet quote unquote a few years ago <laughs> i love that we call that that um, you know i just reveled in meeting other people with rp and having visually impaired friends for the first time and is it awesome though it's so awesome. It's so awesome. You know, the inspiration of learning how amazing there are blind people that do all these things. That is so fascinating. And we, and now you can, I mean, having, we just recently got off of a little get together with uh, me and a bunch of people I've had on my podcast and we had this great weekend in New York and we just hung out at this guy's house. Another guy I had on my podcast and we all got together and it was like seeing each other for the first time. Well, one of them, one person I've seen two times before that. Um, 
but it was so awesome to not have to explain myself to anybody. It was awesome. We just yes. got to just, we all knew we were all different levels of vision, but we all knew we had our, so it was no need to explain that or to kind of be guarded or have to worry about this or that. Like, no, we all looked after each other. Um, and we all just had a really, uh, we had a blast and, and it was weird. Cause I was like, man, it's, I've never, I thought I've had fun with other people, excited my friends and stuff. Like that. I thought I've had a really good time, but like, this was really like, that's the time I needed. Like that was really letting loose. Like that was you know, and you could just, I don't have to worry, you know, <laughs> for once in my life, I actually, you don't, you don't have to explain. So yeah, I highly recommend, you know, uh, meeting friends. Cause yeah, like you. And like me, all of us, like we probably, you know, almost none of us really had friends. Almost I hear everyone says that, oh man, I grew up and, you know, I, you know, I didn't have anybody else who had RP. I didn't know anybody else. It was like, yeah. So it's the coolest thing. And I bet you there's probably people in your area and there's tons of people in California. I've actually had, I've had people on in California on my podcast. So yeah, I know yeah. there's people in Cal tons of people in California RP. So you yes. could totally get together with some girls or I mean, whatever. And just, yeah, let's have a blast. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. It's been and, really um heartwarming for me to have that camaraderie and and feel that kinship, you know, with other people in, in recent years. And um when I first uh start like so there was when I first realized that I needed to learn how to use a white cane and I reached out for help. At that point, I hadn't been in contact with like any, you know, uh, blind or low vision organizations and things like that. Right. So I remember, I mean, I was just bawling. I, for th literally three days straight, all I did was cry. I couldn't even see because I was crying all day long for three days straight of like, oh my uh -huh. God, I'm losing my eyesight. It's time to face this. And just, it was just, for so I had just held it, you know, for 25 years. And I finally, I called, I like looked on the computer who, who could help me, you know, and I found this phone number for lighthouse for the blind in San Francisco. Oh, I know. So, okay. Yeah. They're actually really far away from me, but there was, I called oh. them. And I'm like, I'm losing my eyesight. I need help. That's how you said, oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God. What do I do? Who, who teaches cane training? Oh. These four, you know, very kind people on the other end of the uh. phone directed me and and I ended up there's a Braille Institute kind of near me and I've started taking classes with Braille and got O&M training and um, it was a really important part for me to take that time to grieve, you know, and to just let all the feelings out and the emotions and you know, that, that humbling yourself. Okay. I'm, I'm willing to receive support here. Yeah. Help me. <laughs> and then, That's... um, all like the irony, all the fear of my life that was like, I don't want to be that blind person with the cane over there and judging myself inwardly when nobody else had ever, you know, portrayed that feeling outwardly, but in my head, like... Yeah, no, you're yeah, you think that once you have the cane, it's yeah, look at the yeah, blind person, like everyone, yeah. and and like I'm awful and nobody's gonna want to talk to me, or, you know, and, and it was this false narrative, you know, and in reality, when I truly opened myself to the to the who I truly am, everything changed in a positive way. I had all this fear that everybody was gonna judge me negatively, and actually 
everybody was like, wow, I had no idea. Right. You know, yeah. Right. So all it's those a beacon times of... I gave you rides and like, I didn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beacon of positivity. That's what I say. People say it's, it looks, black people get it as a beacon of negativity. Like, like you said, look, I'm the blind person, but nobody knows you're going through. But once you put the cane here, now it's, oh, that's what you're going through. I didn't know. Yeah. Like, and I want to help. Yeah. People want to help you. You know, oh, everything you achieved, you know, was great. But the fact that you achieved all of that while legally blind. Oh, yeah. Like, like yeah. Oh, wow. You, oh, wow. You mean when you were out with me this, like you were, you were this, like, and like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had, uh, oh, that's amazing. Like, exactly. Now it's, exactly. it's, uh, it's, or now you go to like, like I described when I went to a bar for the first time with a cane, it was amazing. Like, cause my, they were asking my friend, like, oh, is your friend okay? Does he need anything? Can we help? Like, like, they were just wanted, you know, to make sure I was comfortable. Like, and that's instead of just being pissed cool. because you rump, bumped into someone, you know, or like, yeah, like, idiot for like not running into things in the dark in the bar. And, and now it's even better. Like, when you're holding a cane and then you accidentally do bump into somebody in a dark bar, at least someone looking, they get, they see the cane instant. They go, oh, you know, sorry. And they apologize to you. <laughs> <laughs> instead, instead of having that person go, what the hell, man? Like, you know, they're like, watch your set, watch it. What are you blind? You know, like, yeah, like, now it's like, oh, you know, I'm so sorry. Like they're they're apologizing, even though realistically, probably was your fault <laughs> that you bumped into. Them. <laughs> but I I I find it's like no. I think uh, I always tell people I think the the cane. I can see what they what people mean. Uh, I've never actually had O and M training, but I just got self taught. But uh, I did have the same feeling like when I was first first going out with it, like on the road, going. I bet you everyone's looking at me right now. <laughs> yeah. every, I'm like I'm going to walk to like the YMCA, but just as, you know as like a practice run to go to the, with my cane, and I'm like. It's like that, yeah. In my head, I'm yeah, like you said, I'm in my I'm creating this narrative in my head that like everyone's looking at me right now. And yeah. I'm like, this is the blind guy. Look at the blind guy walking down the street. <laughs> but I'm not like, but I like, but then after you realize, no, it's not the yeah, I guess that's not the case. Like that, or they're like, that's amazing. Look at that guy with the cane. Yeah. Look at that guy navigating. Look at that guy. Like, yeah, they are noticing you. That is true. People are like everyone in my neighborhood knows me. Whether or not I know them, they they know I'm the guy who, who they've seen around town walking with the totally, cane. Totally. Um, but it's not you're look at that weird guy walking with the cane. It's not uh, it's not look at that guy. Oh, poor him. Like, no, it's like look at that dude bring his kid to like to the bus stop. Look at that guy with the cane, like doing this. Look at him. He's just going around town. Look at him go. Like, that's the exactly. way you have to look it's at it. It's courageous to them. Yeah. Exactly. You're 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 I mean, I've been dropping my son off at school one time, I remember. And I left my cane. <laughs> I mentioned this in the previous episode, actually. It was just funny because I left my cane at my friend's uh, car and I didn't have it. So, um, and I was like, I've done this walk all the time. I dropped my son off to school. So I'm, it's five minutes away. It's easy walk. I can, I could do it like blindfolded. Um, so I just go, I just, I, I just go, you know? And of course, this guy who is also drops off his kid has this truck. He drive. He's driving out. He's like, "All right, no cane, man. All right." <laughs> you. It's like, like I didn't like, like I'm thinking to myself, hey, does he think I got cured? Right. Uh, exactly. No, no, I didn't get cured. This is, <laughs> this is just. Uh, I know where I'm going. I know how to do this walk. I'm good. My vision's like the vision I have is clear, and I have to kind of like. Then I'm like, man, this guy's gonna be like, so saddened when I. <laughs> like the next time i'll be back with the cane again i go like no no like, i didn't get cured uh, no, but I, I don't know about you but do you ever get people saying to you uh god bless you oh yeah like when you're walking with your cane i get that all the time yeah like 
I always wonder about if other people would get that. Like, you know, I got that in Ohio. I was just going, leaving out, getting out, headed towards the game. Yeah. God bless you. I'm like, thank you. Like, I'm just like, I don't know how to respond to it sometimes, you know, you're like, uh, you know, I get it. Someone yelled that. I think that person in the truck yelled that out. Or oh, some, wow. no, someone in a car, same thing, dropping off my, jumping off my son. One time someone like literally was like, God bless you. My guys are driving by. I was like, I get people shouting it now. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you, and you try not, you know, do you ever feel like you try not to be the, I don't want to be the angry, you know, blind person. Like, okay, don't, 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 like, don't, you know, don't do that. Like, like, no, I just try to be like, thank you. Like, okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, have you ever been overly helped at a store? because you had the cane like has oh, anybody yeah. come up to you and be like oh can i help you and you're like oh no i'm all, I'm all set you know <laughs> and like and they're just like well no no if you need help i mean like yeah i know i'm i'm good thank you yeah. oh my god i had the funniest <laughs> moment um so i have three children and um one of my youngest is really into soccer and so um he had like this soccer tournament thing and since i don't drive we had to like uber down there um, and ha so I have three kids. So I have like snacks and like art supplies and activities for the others and like his soccer gear. And so I've got all these bags of all the stuff for the kids <laughs> for the whole day. And um, in between the games, we, we Ubered over and like got lunch. And then I went into this grocery store and I'm walking. I didn't have my cane on me at the time, but I had all these bags. And this one woman came up to me and was like, Oh, honey, can I please buy you some groceries? Like she thought I was a homeless person. Oh my I'm god! Walking with <laughs> all these bags. At that point, you go, "Oh my god, yes, you may." <laughs> oh, you'll do that. And for me? I just thought it was the funny thing because a normal person would just leave their bags in their car, you know. But since I was oh like, right, yeah, 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 I yeah. had to schlep like all you, the you, things for my kids. You look like a car. hobo. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Did it like? Did it take you a second to realize like that's what she thought? Like that's what you were like or oh, did you kind of I, knew as soon as I, she said that? Instantly I was like, you know, my shirt's pretty clean today, actually. Like, did I, <laughs> I showered. I, I I'm clean. Uh, like you, I'd be more insulted by that. Like be like, oh but I but I I am wearing nice clothes. <laughs> do I do I really look homeless? <laughs> wow. That's okay. What happened though? What did you say? Oh, I I just uh politely said, "Oh, it's okay. Thank you so much." And you know, <laughs> it, because it's car culture, people don't realize if you can't leave things in your car, you know, like a lot of times I This is you're carrying your life with I you. Kind of have to carry yeah. and be prepared for like all the things for the day or whatever and Yeah. Um, so you might always have to be walking around with a backpack or whatever. Just have, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> like what, what hike did you just come from? Um, I just came from the house. <laughs> I, I Ubered here. <laughs> that's, that's true. Wow. That, that's like, you know, something that's never really been brought up on the podcast. See, like I always just see it. This is an excellent point of just why I like talking to different people and how you never know what kind of, you know, stories people are going to share and all that stuff. And that's, that's funny. Like, wow. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't think about that. Like, cause I think I've done that. You know, I've, I've had to do that. Like, you know, you walk, leave the house, I get the backpack and stuff. Cause I'm going, you know, I'm going to take teeth spin. And if I didn't have a ride, I'll walk. Uh, right, just, right. Know, and sometimes yeah, I'll stop in the store and grab something on the way. And it's like, yeah, here I am with my you know bag for class and, and all that stuff. And it's like, what's this guy doing? <laughs> exactly. Why didn't I just, why didn't he just leave this stuff in his car? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I've been asked, I've been, um, there's a, a liquor store I go to and I've gone in the store both with a cane and without. So I've, and they've noticed uh -huh. because finally one guy, I went in, I had walked there. So I had my cane and he's like, can I ask you a question? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. He's like, I thought canes were for blind people. <laughs> so I'm like, here, I'm like, uh, how do I, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, this is an educational moment, you know? So I, I'm like, actually, um, uh, I go, canes are actually for everybody. <laughs> They're for low vision and, you know, and blind people. I go, I, myself, uh, I'm visually impaired. I do have eyesight. Um, I go, three, I, he's like, cause he's like, I, well, cause I asked, cause I've seen you here before without it. And I, you know, so I'm just curious. I'm like, oh, well, absolutely. I understand. I'm like, I've been here before. I go, I've been in your store a lot of times. I know the layout, you know. I, I can navigate your store without a cane. Uh, the reason why I have it today, if our and other times, would be because I walked here. If I walk here, I have my cane. If I get a ride, if I'm you know I have a ride, I go and must I just go and run in the store without it by myself. Like I'm good. I I could do that. And and so it was just like a nice like yeah nice educational like moment for for somebody. Yeah. Uh, I wish like actually I didn't know this action until recently. Saw it on Instagram. That there is actually different canes for different like the cane that the red and white one is for low vision, and there if you have an all you can get I guess an all white cane, that means you are blind. Mm. Actually means oh and there's another one that the third one that you are deaf and blind. Oh wow! Depending on the so not the other once again though who nobody would notice that though like no normal person would understand that. Yeah, yeah. you know like you'd have to explain that like you know. I mean, I have a shirt that says blind runner and I can't begin to tell you how many times I've talked to people and they've never read it. And they're like mid-conversation, <laughs> like mid-conversation be like, oh my God, you're, you, I just read your shirt. It's like, oh no, no, I can see. Like, but I, yeah, I get it. I, I yeah, they, So nobody really pays attention necessarily to that stuff, but yeah. you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's comforting I, sometimes to have. I surf and I have a shirt that says Ooh, blind cool. surfer. Awesome. And uh, one one guy was like, "Is this a club? Like the blind surfers? <laughs> the blind surfers?" <laughs> I was like, "No, I actually am legally blind." No, but that's a good idea, though. <laughs> I am gonna start a club now. Yeah. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the blind surfers. Yes. Oh man. Oh god. That's well. Yeah, that's that so has funny. been one of the amazing things that that happened to me since um quote unquote accepting you know that i live with low vision is i started surfing for team usa for oh, the awesome. women's visually impaired division a year Love ago it. very good awesome and that cool. has been amazing um for me like being on the USA surf team was like cool enough that yeah. I could like come you're... public with the fact that I was like, yeah, but you're, um, you're getting to do something that everyone, other people do that are just, I did, but you're still doing it. Like, yeah, like you're just like anybody else. That's cool. Yeah. But Love it was it. like, for me, that was when I first actually came like public with everybody. Like, in my hi. Life. Like, <laughs> for and I'm visually impaired. I, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna notice my things with blind like, surfers. I'm and... legally blind, but I'm surfing for Team USA. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Team USA to say it. little like little like little cat little little tiny letters. I mean, I'm visually impaired. <laughs> oh, I'm visually impaired. Like, that's that's awesome though. That's really cool. I always like. I think that's the greatest thing because uh, I've had people come on here and not like little upset about their life and 
I suggested to somebody, I said, why don't you like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, why don't you pick up the guitar, start playing? And she's like, I never thought about that. I'm like, yeah, pick up a new hobby. Pick, Try something. There, there's tons of stuff out there for the visually impaired and, and you know, like you, you said, but doing, you know, you know, blind serving, things like that. Like, like there's all this awesome things. Like just go, Absolutely. just because, just because you can't do what you used to do doesn't mean you can't reinvent yourself and 100%. still enjoy it. You know, like usually you love and it. It's Look at that. totally like, worth it to do a little research of your area. You know, if there are oh, yeah. communities, like, uh, sports teams, activity groups, programs or whatever. Yeah. Nonprofits like, yep. that do program. Yeah. It's been so amazing for me to um, get to, you know, meet other visually impaired surfers and there's an know, Achilles. I think I know there's a, I'm part of Achilles international there. I know there's one over by you, uh Bay area that I think is there. I don't know how far you are from the Bay area, but I know there's an Achilles area. Uh, Achilles International, and they provide guides for uh, disabled athletes, so they can go run and do other events awesome. and things like that. So, and they're everywhere. Like Achilles, there's usually chapters almost in every state, uh, countries. Um, so yeah, I know there's tons of stuff like that. You're right. Go, yeah, I definitely always I do the same. I say because uh, I'm also a part of not just that, but there's a local one that I'm part of, like Gaylord Sports Association. Uh, that's do like a, a hospital and they do the same thing. They offer programs like skiing and uh, whatever, you know, whatever you want to do. Like if you had visually impaired or you're disabled in any way, they have something for it. So, and a lot of people don't, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. You know, a lot of people yeah. are like, oh, I can't do this anymore. And you're like, or I like to run and I can't run anymore. It's like, yeah, you can. <laughs> like, here, you go, go. There's probably a chapter in your area. There, oh, there's probably a program. Um. Uh, maybe something smaller but there's probably some type of program you know so and i mean would you would you ever thought of doing surfing before then before that oh i mean I, there's no way i would ever be good enough to surf anywhere if it wasn't for being on the visually impaired team you know and but, but yeah. i yeah like i kind of wish that i had realized that at a younger age i was so like stubborn of being quote unquote normal and like kind of denying the reality that you know, I never even looked into anything of like professional athlete for visually impaired, you know, but no, I totally right. could have yeah, done no. other things in my twenties and thirties for sure. It's funny. It's a, but then I always look at you, like, you're, you're where you are, like you are where you're, where you're supposed to be. Like everything oh, you yeah. experience, like, you know, it's all part of the journey. It's all part of like, you know, that's why I try to remind myself like that. Yeah. Could I be, have done this before? Yeah. I could have done this. I should have done this, you know, years ago. I should have, uh, maybe been with the, the Facebook groups earlier and uh, met more people like and maybe things would have been different like instead of just waiting until I couldn't be quote unquote whole anymore and had to start kind of towing that other side of things and but yeah but you're 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 where you're you you know you're where you're supposed to be you're, you're doing what you're supposed to be and you know and and that's it so we talk a little bit about like what I say I mean I'm, I'm assuming surfing isn't your only interest. Yeah. And I, say, I know you have a garden because people can't see right now, but her wallpaper behind her as I'm talking to her is these really pretty orange flowers. What are they called? Uh, mar we got some marigolds and then some corn and strawberries. Oh, whoa. I can't see the strawberries. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I, I, um, I was a farmer professionally in Colorado for over a decade. Um, 
selling at farm markets and milking cows and growing, you know, fruits, wow. veggies, meat. Um, I now have a little mini, like one acre homestead um, with a big garden and lots of fruit trees and chickens. Cool. Um, wow. Yeah, which I'm, <laughs> I'm currently planning, like trying to scale back my um, obsession because as I lose more eyesight, it definitely takes me a lot longer to do all of the chores of, you know, weeding. It looks pretty vast, even in the background there. It looks like there's a lot yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> I've got about 70 fruit trees and 20 chickens. And um, this year I took the year off of raising meat birds, but usually I harvest my own chicken meat um, and, you know, raise them from babies and process really? it. Really? What? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's wild. That's, that's, like, that's even like going to like, I mean, like extra. I mean, I've had eggs from, you know, straight from the source, but like, I mean, that's like, wow, you actually have some chicken right from you made yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. She's cutting out, cutting out the middle, man. Or, or, or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you know where your food came from. Like, like dang, that's crazy. Uh, so that, that's interesting, though. So, like, uh, but what what challenges have RP caused, though, as you're doing, like, as you're taking care of the garden? Like, what things do you have you noticed that are different as um, you've done it? Well, you know, I moved to California about uh, eight years ago now from Colorado. Mm -hmm. And, um, that was a big shift for me. I, um, you know, I, I wasn't really planning to leave the farm in Colorado and in hindsight now it's good because without being able to drive, I wouldn't be able to drive the cattle around and like deliver the milk. And, um, okay, I lived right. only five miles out of town, but it was, you know, up a dirt road on the mountainside kind of thing. Um, gotcha. So as hard as it was to kind of like grieve the loss of um, being a farmer and living on the land in that way, it was not set up to be blind on the mountain. This, this isn't something you can <laughs> say. Yeah. So, um, so now I'm grateful, you know, and um, fortunately I do still ride a bike um, and I live near a bike path. Man, so that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not the best idea, but I, I admire that. Like, uh, wow. uh, and, and I surf, you know, and so I don't always have somebody in the water with me surfing. Um, like but myself? I just, yeah, I'll go out by myself, but I'll just, you know, make sure that everything's clear, kind of create space, like an open. Me. Okay, gotcha. Well, yeah. you, and you also wear that because you wear that cool, uh, club. I wear a shirt that's a flexible. Actually, the funniest moments are like. Um, there's, there's like unspoken surfing protocol, you know? And so oh, if somebody's God. on a wave, you're not yep. supposed to like drop in in front of them, you know, like they, yeah, right. they get to ride the wave. Like that's their wave. Okay. Right. 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 And so I'm very careful, like to never drop in on someone and like constantly looking if does anybody on this wave, is it safe to go, you know? Right. And, um, I've had a couple of people drop in on me before. Oh boy. Oh my gosh. I am just like, do you realize what you did? This is so dangerous. Like you shouldn't drop in on someone. And, and they're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you. And I'm like, like that's oh, the, iron, the irony, the irony. Yeah. Right. The I oh, Did you I just say, Oh, we don't play that. One. And you didn't see me. That's awesome. Like, 
I love that. I love that moment. What's like, so that's dangerous great. is like sometimes <laughs> I don't see the person until they literally like are hitting my surfboard, and I'm like, oh, no, it's like what? Yeah, one moment there's something. One moment, and it's really nothing. dangerous. You know, Ooh, like it, yes, you know, we could like crash into each other in our boards, and <laughs> you're not gonna, and you're not gonna, you aren't, you won't react, uh, like the way someone who has good sight. Oh yeah. Cause I can't surf around them. Cause I don't even see them coming because I assume I have the wave clear. Cause you're just, you're just going to, you just know one moment, no one's there. Next moment, someone's there. And now you're, and, yeah. It's and like, then their board hits me and I'm falling and I have no. Yeah. Like what just happened? Like, I mean, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's crazy. I had that. I had, um, October, I had a Hartford, uh, the Hartford half marathon and I was, had my guide and my guide, we're just about to finish. And she's like, okay, this yeah, the finishing bumps are coming up. I'm like, okay, I'm staring at them. I see them. All right, about to finish. Next thing I know, I'm nearly falling. I'm tripping. I tripped, I I I tripped on something. All I know is I tripped on something. I'm almost going down. I caught myself. And I'm like, what the like what happened? And I guess a woman decided last second, just before the finish, to cut diagonal right across me at the finish line. So, and her, her foot caught my calf. That's how close she was. She came across and then her back of her foot got interlocked with my calf. Oh my God. And boom, she goes, she went down like, boom. and I basically, luckily, luckily did not step on her. I, I just kind of jumped over her. I, I didn't know she was even there. It was all just reaction. Like, and somehow I avoided her. But in my head, like you said, it, all I know is I didn't even see a person. Right. I just know so that. I just know no I'm idea. falling. Yeah. Why am I falling? I I saw I was clear. I'm looking at the finish bumps. Everything's good. I had to look it back. They had they actually had a video of it, and like they had pictures. So I was able to kind of slow it down and see what happened. And I was like, whoa, man! I didn't. I, I showed my guys. I was like, you see right here where she's like darting in front of me. I go, I didn't even see her. Yeah. Like yeah. by this all by the time this all happened, like so she was embarrassed and she because they went back to make sure she was okay. My guy did that and. She's like, oh yeah, you could tell that this after she realized what she did, like and realized it was officially she cut in front of a visually oh, impaired man. person, like yeah. she felt terrible. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I was, I was just like, okay, did you do because I was worried initially. I was, I actually ended up getting more pissed off about it afterwards when I realized what you know she did. But initially, I was kind of more like, oh my god, did I hurt somebody? Like, did was that me? Was that my fault? You know, because right. yeah. I didn't see anything. She's like, no. She's like, it was her. She just kind of like well, it was. I, I, she's like, I didn't even see her on the outside right there. Like, I guess, you know, she wasn't able to react quick enough, but that was a, just a, that was a dumb move. You know, like, yeah, yeah. like and I think she knows that, you know, not, you know, you don't cut in front of, so just like that person. Like, oh, I still like that wow. though. I still like the, sorry, I didn't see you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you. Oh, that I makes two of us. hilarious whenever people say that. And, oh, and when, when, when something's missing, when I find yeah. it over other That's people. That's the best. Oh, that's a great moment. That's that's like um that's like winning the Olympics. That's winning the Olympics. Like, cause it's like, yes, look at me. I you guys all have awesome eyesight. And who is the one that found it? Me. I know. Oh, I remember one time I was in a bar, dark bar, and somebody I forgot what they I think it was like an earring or something like that. And we're good, like the bar is maybe 10, like 20 feet, 30 feet away from me or whatever. And it's dark. And we're all, everyone's looking for this, you know, this earring or whatever. And I'm looking, I go, and I kind of look over and I see in the bar and I see underneath this stool. And I'm like, is that it right there? And, and they go, how the heck did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, 
once in a while, every, you know, good, good, yeah. you know, once in a while, you have a good moment. Yeah. Right in I, a little I, pinhole moment. <laughs> like, I love, I love that stuff. I love, no, I, I, that's like that. I win. Ha-ha. <laughs> that's a RP zero. Mike one. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love those are the best moments ever when you're the one. The when the blind why the blind how did the blind guy find that we're 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 still looking and you're somehow like just walked in and just went like there it is <laughs> I go I don't know maybe it's just contrast sometimes maybe it's because it was a shiny object and it just stuck out to my vision I don't know um, but those are great moments <laughs> I still want this moment I still want a moment where I bump into somebody and I want them to say what are you blind. Just so I can, just so I can finally <laughs> respond. Actually, yes. uh, yeah, <laughs> like uh, I'm not complete yet, but I'm getting there. <laughs> I want that moment. I, I want. I just want to be. I'm waiting for somebody to get mad at me. And I'm sure like, it'll oh. happen at some point. Oh yeah, at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you blind? <laughs> I just. I can't wait. <laughs> I'll probably even be like, I will be excited. Oh. Like they'll say that, and I'll just have to take a couple seconds and go. Oh my God! Thank you for saying that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I just want you to know. I'm so happy. <laughs> so actually, it leads me to this actually question. Like, as you've gone through this whole journey of RP, I'm sure there's been plenty of ridiculous questions that you've might have gotten, or funny questions, or maybe questions that bother you. Like, is there any highlights that you can say? You know, like I always say, how many fingers am I holding up? You know, you, you know, people you tend to do that, or. You didn't see me. I was waving at you and you didn't see me. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, you know, one one moment that um, sticks out for me that was this huge healing for me personally, um, when I, I didn't realize it at the time, but when I got my diagnosis, you know, and I was like internalizing that and, and like really felt you know, kind of traumatized by this doomsday thought that um, suddenly I'm, you know, not lovable. I'm not going to be beautiful. I'm not going to be sexy. I'm not going to be desirable. Nobody's going to want me. Um, wow. And so that led to many years of, you know, relationships that would end up being abusive because I didn't really feel worthy. And um, wow, I was geez. already like internalizing so much in my head, you know, of my worthiness. Um, it, it was all internal, you know. So you're, even with, even if that person like like was looking past that, you were automatically assuming they were thinking that anyway. Yes, yes. It, yes. Did, it didn't. It didn't matter what. It didn't matter. My self esteem like, was just so crushed. I couldn't even like receive unconditional love from anybody else because like because you're like oh I, why do you see me this way yeah why yeah why yeah just, you just possibly... wait oh in fifteen years you're gonna be singing a different tune you know yeah yeah wait yeah yeah oh no yeah. oh you're just saying that because you feel bad for me like yeah 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 oh yeah. oh god wow man but I so see. I had this amazing moment where it was right when I first started cane training and there was this I was single at the time and there was this really cute guy um who I was like kind of you know flirting <laughs> with and and then I was like oh I have cane training today and he's like well what's that and I'm like oh it's you know blind people learn how to use this white cane and and so like I'm bracing like oh my god I just told this really cute guy that I'm visually impaired and like like, he like said, yeah what's gonna, gonna go on right he's not gonna think I'm cute anymore and question, he goes, well, do you look sexy with your cane? Wow. Geez. Coming right, right out there. And I was like, oh my God. And Is that a pickup line? 
Yeah, <laughs> is that, oh, is totally. that right? And, right. And <laughs> in my head, I like time like <clears throat> stood still and right. Like I can't believe this things were flashing in my head of he thinks I look sexy with a cane. Do I think I look sexy with my cane? Can wow, I be sexy man. with a cane? Are blind what's, people sexy? So what's your answer? So what was what, your so answer? I, I, in my head, <laughs> I was like, well, if he asked me, like, you know, do you feel like an embodiment of love with your cane? I'd be like, yes, you know. But like, but as a sexy physical, was a really like, hard stretch for me. Like, I could never portray sexy for many, many years in, in, in that archetype, and. So I, I, I was like, God, this guy's really hot. I really like this guy. <laughs> so I'm yes, go I, for it. You know, yeah, I, I'm right, not right. sure. I'm not sure. I really think this, but I'm, I'm going to go for it. So I go, yeah, I, like, I am sexy with my cane. And it was like this shattering of glass. It was like, like a, this, a this curse moment, that I had almost like imposed upon myself of this false notion was, was breaking of like, yes, I can yeah, be sexy, sexy and beautiful with my cane. And it's like fake it till you make it, you know? Even if you didn't feel that way, you took that moment. And you said, yeah, I know. I, yeah, I am. <laughs> like, totally, yeah, yes, yes, totally I am. Totally changed my life. Like to That's awesome. be able to, you know, love all of me and think that I'm worthy of love and, and desirable and sexy and beautiful. And um, yeah. I've never had that on here. Like, isn't, like I said, this is another point that really has never been brought on the podcast about a, a, like of feeling you don't think about like the whole like, we we always talk about the usual stuff about a cane where you know not wanting to use it because we're the blind people uh but we never think about the side of do i like for instance for me do i feel manly using a cane do i feel weaker because i have the cane because i'm, I'm a man and there are moments i have that but i'm like at the same time i'm like well i, I i'm a second degree black belt so if anybody really wants to mess me right now <laughs> yeah Hey, come and come and jump me come and find out let's let's find out what's gonna go on um but uh, yeah it's like yeah you know because you don't i mean how many calendars are out there with uh bikini women holding canes right right i mean exactly. how many calendar how many uh those calendars with the men with the fire hoses holding canes are out there <laughs> the muscles and stuff there's that yeah like i think we need that like i i you know like that would be really cool actually i have like that's that's what we need you know because like, people can go Oh wait, you can uh, be sexy, and you know, I, I follow somewhere on Instagram. I forgot what her name is, and she's a yeah, she's a model, and she started doing that. Like yeah, she's like a plus size model, and she poses with her cane and stuff. And I'm nice. like, that's to that same idea to change that perception. Like yeah, 100%. like why can't yeah. you be sexy? Like yeah, like why yeah, like but what a great pickup line. Kudos to him. <laughs> Kudos to him. What happened with that? uh well it was just a stepping stone to to meet this man that i'm dating now which is amazing um, oh okay but you know that was the thing is once i started taking these classes i was like do you have classes on dating with low vision like it really skewed my whole perspective in the dating world for so long like i had so much stuff about it in my in my head that's tough man because that's a big challenge it's a big matzo ball or what they call it or you're putting out there like Okay, oh, not yeah. only I'm this, this, and this, but just let you know before we get serious. And I um, would just lay it out you know. like right at the beginning with everybody because that's just kind of how I felt safe and comfortable. Like, you know, well, what do you mean? What do you like? Okay, well, I always thought like maybe like it would be like even before I was this, I mean, like I would say when I dated somebody, it was 90 days after 
it was like the return policy for like a anything like if you make it 90 days like you're keeping the you're keep this is this is yeah. this is a keeper yeah. right but so i feel like would you like so you come right out like of the bat or do you feel like you wait until you see that this relationship even going to go somewhere like what's the point of telling somebody oh hey i'm visually impaired it's probably you know i'm probably going to be blind when i in you know in the next foreseeable future you're going to need to pick up the slack uh, <laughs> yeah. how do you feel about this uh this is the first date <laughs> <laughs> like oh sorry but i just need to kind of let that all out there for you like i know i want to make sure that before you even bother you know getting you know, or do you want to wait and say okay well now it's 90 days i really lo- i love this person like yeah i see this is going somewhere i should probably at least give them an out right now and let's, you know, you know I would usually just put it right. I mean, and, and, and I was on dating apps for a while and it was like, do I put it on my profile? Do I not put it on my profile? I would tell him on the second date because okay. it would right. instantly come up. Like if I needed to drive to meet them somewhere. Oh, that, yeah. Cause that's, yeah, that's right. Cause then it'd be like the whole car situation or, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, and so kind of inevitable, yeah, kind of inevitable. Um, the guy That's that I'm true. dating now, we were friends for a long time. So he knew ahead of time. Oh, all friends. right. He's all good there. So yeah. Um, but then, but when he asked me on my first date, I was like, this is it. I told him like, do you even want a first date? Because <laughs> yeah, yes. like, if this goes somewhere, like, you know, yeah. this is, you know, I can't guarantee what, what's going on is going to be what's going to be happening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, wow. That's, I, I would think like, I'm thinking like, yeah, like you should like why not put it on your profile? Like, yeah, hey, you know, yeah, I'm visually impaired. Like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think if like I were single because I mean, obviously, I'm not single, but and I've been single a long time. Uh, but I'm I sometimes wonder myself what what would I do if I were this age and now, which is already difficult to meet people in your when you're older. So you already know that that dating market is so much smaller. But now, not only is it smaller, now you're like you're adding. I have an impairment. Oh yeah, yeah. Do I date somebody who's also visually impaired? Do I just stick to that, or do I decide still to kind of look for someone who's sighted so I have someone help me when I when it gets worse? And will that person even want? Like now, I got to find the person who's going to be like down for that, you know. And I'm always curious about that now. People who are single and navigating the uh, dating world and how they handle it. So yeah, like I mean, I think personally, I would probably put like it might be almost easier to put that. I guess that you're visually impaired. And just because then at least you know me, the person that the people that you're getting who are swiping right or whatever it is now, uh, like they're yeah. they're obviously already they already know, so they've already said, "Hey, I'm interested in you." So it's at least you already kind of have a well, at least they they already know already. So obviously, and they must have some interest in me, or they could have just went on instead yeah. of being like, "All right, I, I oh yeah, she's cool," and then like and then all of a sudden you let that out, and they're like, "Oh, never mind." yeah <laughs> like never mind i thought i thought you didn't you were fine <laughs> like, and i feel like that'd be more devastating to be like have someone just be like yeah um i don't really want to take that on yeah. and you can't feel bad for them like you can't no, be like they're not wrong don't. like yeah fortunately like, i never had that but i always yeah put it up front with people yeah like because that's i'm like man she's like you can't be upset with them because that is a big thing to take on to ask somebody this is what you're going to be doing with for the rest of your life like yeah. are you cool with that you know and uh that's so i i get that but yeah i like the idea of just ripping the band-aid off <laughs> like, i got this <laughs> here we go 
What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I, like the I, I think there's a whole like support network around, you know, the dating world or partnership or how there to, should be, you know, I, I think that would have helped me a lot as a, you know, teenager. We don't know? think about that. Nobody thinks about that when it comes to think about it. There's cane training and O&M training and there's, you know, getting a job and um, there's all these other things that they have, you know, programs for. No one really talks a lot about like, what about the dating aspect? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. how, yeah, like, you know, like, how do I handle this? Uh, you know, so it's, you know, that's definitely something I feel like that should be talked about more. Cause we actually, one of my, one of the group that real small, my RP brothers, as I call them, uh, there's one, our, my friend Eric. Yeah. He's the only single guy in our, in our midst and he's struggling. Like, yeah. you know, he's 30 years old and like, it's, yeah, it's just, we struggle. We, we discussed the whole, do you decide to just date someone, you know, with your impairment or would you, would he, would you want to do that now that you have you know, two or do you want to stick to, no, I should have somebody who's going to be cited so that they could take care of me when I'm older. And I told him, I think just love just finds you. And it, yeah. if, you, if, if some, <laughs> are we joking with I go, Hey, if some hot, Hot, if some hot girl is coming on to you and she's yeah. visually impaired and you're you you go with it <laughs> like, like that's it like you don't go well, i'm sorry like you're hot but you're visually impaired and this just isn't gonna work like no like if you if you guys are cool you, it's that's it like i just don't think it's gonna be a well you're visually impaired so i'm not gonna do it like are you're sighted so i don't want to do that like no you're you're just gonna go with whatever your heart just you know, goes with that's it you know you're not yeah. gonna i never even thought about that to be honest i don't know like if you ever did when you were younger like i never when i was dating when i was still single before i met my wife or anything i never never thought to myself maybe i should date somebody who has rp like maybe or maybe i should look around and try to find somebody well just finding younger. somebody sounds really hard you know i right? didn't know anybody till a couple of years ago with rp till i started joining these groups you know and support yeah. networks like there's no that dating group. They should be. School. Yeah, but they're like you figure like like there's like the RP group on Facebook. There's a support group. It, there should be like <laughs> the RP singles. <laughs> uh, just uh, just hey, come here. Like you know because because then it would make it a little easier to find those fishes in the sea that was yeah. here. Like just like hey, you know, looking to date. Like here, here's our little group, and you know, and because there's probably tons of people like you you know that have the same feelings that you had, and then you know as of just you know trying to navigate the whole that world like so if, I mean, if I anything feel, it might be cool just to talk to some people yeah yeah just to talk to people is great i mean i feel really grateful that my boyfriend does have sight because he drives us everywhere which See, is that's the cool. that's the debate like right like do, do you but at the same time if you met somebody who didn't have who had the same disease would you still would you would that been still a consideration for you oh i think love is love i mean just right like, okay there you go love. right that's just my feeling too. Like I said, I'm like, you, you don't, you're not going to be like, I can't imagine. Well, cause that'd be kind of, wouldn't that kind of be like mean if you're like, I can't date you. You have, you have. I don't oh know yes. Eats. Well then that you're just I like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but Oh my God. Oh, you're, you're, you're cute, but Oh, you have a visual impairment and it's just not going to work. <laughs> well, that's been something that's been really interesting for me is just in the past year or so, as I've started to hang out with visually impaired people, 
Right. I've noticed that I have so much more compassion for others. There is no judging like, oh, they're dumb or stupid or ugly because they're visually impaired, which I would have done to myself, you know? Okay. So like on the outside, it's easier to see somebody just exactly for how they are without any type of story or labeling or psychoanalyzing, you know, but for me, so it it became clear that like, oh, you have, you know, acceptance and compassion for others in a way that you maybe still struggle with yourself, you know? Oh, wow. Does that make sense? Like, but like, I was thinking, I was thinking also like people who, it's like you're saying, like, it doesn't matter if someone's visually impaired or whatever. Like, if someone's a terrible person, just because they're visually impaired doesn't just make them, oh, they're such great, like, no, it doesn't, <laughs> yeah, doesn't, yeah. It doesn't change anything. Yeah. You know, someone could still be a terrible person and be in a wheelchair. You know, you know like, it doesn't, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. it doesn't, oh, well, they're they're in a wheelchair, so they're, no, it doesn't, I mean, someone can be, does, whatever you are, you know, personality-wise, doesn't, you know, because, granted, yes, maybe someone's, you know, a terrible person because they become bitter because of, their situation they let their situation eat them alive mm-hmm. so someone's you know there there are people in the facebook groups you've seen that didn't are not handling probably rp that great so they might be a little more negative when they comment on someone's post. they might be you know because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're more they're in a different they're in a different space mm-hmm. you know and that and and some of us have been in that space but we got out you know, we, we, like, like I was saying earlier, we, we, we addressed it. We said, all right, that sucks and moved on and we went on, but some people are, they dealing, they're, they're struggling. They're staying in that, that mode a lot longer, Yeah. you know, but hopefully hearing things like, you know, hearing you and hearing and the stories you see on Facebook and, and stuff like that. Hopefully these people finally realize I don't have to be bitter. Yeah. I don't have to be angry. And I was cause that's why I look at it. If you don't laugh about your condition, that's what you turn into. Oh yeah. If you yeah. can't make jokes, like if you can't make blind jokes without being like, hey, 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 you know, that's not right. Like, like, no, like I made fun of myself all the time. I used to do it when I was a teenager. I used to tell my friends to stop tripping on things because it was my job. You know? <laughs> it's like knock that off, you guys. This is what I do. I mean, my friends used to call me the bl- my friends called me in my 20s the blind at night guy. Like that's what I was for my friends. Like I'm the, oh, you're the blind at night guy. Yeah. Mike, who's like somehow good at beer pong at night. I go, I don't know. It just happens, guys. I'm sorry. Are you sure you're really blind? Because like every, oh yeah, I got like weirdly better at night. And I don't know if it's because I had to focus more, you know, but like, yeah, they were like, how are you better at this at night? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So that's awesome. Like that, like that acceptance that like, you know, like I like that. Like, cause guys make fun of each other. Right. That's what you do. Like, so I want that. Yeah. Call me the, I'm, yeah. I'm the blind and night guy. Like, that's cool. Cause I mean that people, other people might go, Oh, isn't that kind of mean? Like, no, like I loved that. Cause that made me feel more accepted with my friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was just one of them. Like just, I'm just as, you know, I wasn't just a weirdo or anything like, no, like that's cool. That's what we want. So, but if you don't laugh about it, Oh Yeah. I, I can't imagine the person like, I, I mean, I know I've had moments where I'm angry. I can't imagine if I've been that way, like, like I'm that way all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. like we all have bad days, like we're saying, but like, imagine you're every day, just like, you know, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, it's I mean, like, the I, whole uh, process, you know, it is, it is. Right? I, 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 for me, you know, the grief, you know, just letting the tears flow, letting, you know, the different stages of grief. I mean, I, I feel like vision loss. It's like, 
kind of a death of a part of us, you know, and it's the death of the fantasy of, you know, seeing quote unquote normal or, you know, whatever Your it future, is. Like whatever. Yeah. yeah. We yeah, actually talked, um, there was actually someone on in my early, when I first started the podcast and they talked about this, that we, we never, we, we go through the state. We never finish it because we're constantly grieving because yeah. you're constantly losing. Yes. Yes. So it's like you reach a point, you lose a little bit more sight. You're like, okay, this is what I got. And you accept it. And then you start that cycle all over again. Like, and then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and you, so you never really get to the end, except you never accept because it's never, it's not over yet. Like, you know, I, I just, it's a constant grief, grief cycle, you know? So I tell them, I'm like, we're losing, we're losing something every day. So the grief process for us is constant, you know? Even if you get to a point now where, you know, I am and you are and other people are where you're kind of a little more acceptance and like understanding about it. No, but we're still, it's still coming. You're going to go through it again. Like something else will happen. And yeah. you might, you're, we're more, um, we got more tools to pull from to, to get us out of that faster. Cause we're, we've, you know, we got experience and we know how to handle it. Like I know about every 10 years I go through a big shift. That's usually about what happens in my vision. So I, I'll know when it happened. Like I went through it recently. I know this is kind of what I'm dealing with and hopefully I'll have that for another 10 years. And then when I hit my fifties, I'll know like, okay, we're going to have to accept this again. And, and <laughs> like, yeah. you know, go through it again. And yeah. So it's like, it's, yeah. it's not, yeah, you're right. It's never ending. It, and it can be exhausting for some people, that emotional part of it, you know, like for me, when I have low vision days, if I go through, you know, a period sometimes, you know, when there's more stress in my life or some major event, you know, and I lose more sight or have poor vision days several in a row or for like a month, then the stories all come up. Oh my God, I'm losing my eyesight. Oh my God. I'm oh yeah. Then you say, yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I going to do? I'm not going to be able to do this, and da, 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 you know, and, and. So it's like it, it set a, you know, learning how to not go down that rabbit hole and like get into this, you know, freak out mode or upset mode, but just oh, yeah. you know, letting those feelings wash over and, you know, this too shall pass. That's and it. And, okay. yeah. and But isn't it funny once you do something, though, like the thing that you were so panicky about, then you do something and you go, oh, it wasn't so bad. Exactly. Yeah. What was I so worried? Why was I why was I panicking? Like when I was like, I was, I had anxiety about traveling by myself. Like that was terrifying. I don't even go on a bus by myself yet. I used yeah. to travel on a bus all the time with my mom. And here I am deciding I'm not even going to, I'm skipping that. And I'm going to learn how to, I'm going to somehow just on my own, just travel to somewhere else by myself. No, no help. And that's terrifying. But like, and then after I did it, yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. That really wasn't well, that. It's so good that, that you bad. overcame that. That's yeah, right. And then you you, you come on the other anyway. side stronger, like I said. You cut, yeah. Yes. So that's yes. that's such a cool thing to be like. But that's funny how if you have, especially if you have anxiety like I do, like that's that's what your thought is. You you, you go to the worst, <laughs> the worst oh, scenario. <laughs> you know, like this is terrible. Why am I doing this? <laughs> and then you know, and, and what's gonna happen? And then all things you just go, and you're just like, oh, okay. So that's. That's just why I always find funny every single time. And then not just what like RP, anytime in life where I'm like overthinking something. And then finally I get around to doing the thing that I was procrastinating about because I thought it was going to be like difficult mm -hmm. or like, you know, and then you do it and I did it and it was like, oh, it really wasn't that difficult. I don't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know why I was so 
nervous about this or why I was so, you know, it's like, so I think that's, what's funny with RP. I was just like, that's, that's, that's what we think. And all of us kind of think we get so anxious because you're like, how, how, even just going to a store, you think you're like, okay, where I got to go in the store and I got to make sure I walk down here. I got to take a left. I got to go in. Okay. That's where that is. Like you're planning, like you have to sit there and Oh yeah. Plan. I'll always, okay. In the front of the store, there's a post. I don't want to walk into that. And then like the door is off to the left. That's where I got to go. Okay. Like, and you have to like, yeah, all these little detail things that you're hoping go to plan, but then you forget people exist (laughs) and you got to walk in front of you and kind of change, change your directions. And you're like, Oh Jesus. (laughs) And then you're like, Like, some people don't sit there like analyzing for 30 minutes before they go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 All right, right, like okay, here is it. Yeah, right. It's even like I don't know if you did this when, uh, when you were still driving. But what I used to do, like, if someone, if my friends invited me out, like I'd have to go. Okay, where am I going to be? What time is it going to be when I leave? Oh, yeah. Am I comfortable driving from there to my house? Like, okay, do I know? I'll look into Google Maps. All right, look at my phone. All right, where is it? Okay, I don't like this area. Like. I'll see if they can just pick me up. I don't want to drive. And yeah, like you did that every single time. Yeah, I never drove at night, even when I was driving. And so I would get anxiety about, you know, needing to plan that I was. Oh, the sunset. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like Cinderella every single night. The sun's going down and oh, and nobody knew because you weren't telling anybody. Like, why does this woman always get like? Why is she gonna leave at like a certain time? Like, she is she in the middle of function drive home in the dark before dark. Is she is she like a werewolf or something? Like, is she change? Like, yeah, like every time at about this time, she just jets. Like, is she a superhero? Like something came up. And she's like only social in the summer when yeah, right. Did you ever notice that she only talks to us when it's like the summertime and stuff like that? (laughs) We never see her like winter. Like what? What's going on? Oh, I see. I remember work like yeah when the you know the when you know during the fall and winter and things like that. I remember I had a different kind of work schedule, so I worked um, a couple days like where I'd get out of work later, and I'm like, oh crap! I'm like, that's right. Now it's getting now it's dark. Before it wasn't dark when I leave at six thirty. Now it's dark when I get out of work at six thirty. Like, uh, so maybe I'll go. Then as I, you know, as that got worse, it's like I got to figure out. There's got to be better streets I could take that'll be a little easier for me to get to the highway than what I normally would do. And I started. That's why I started doing kind of finding, you know, different areas to do that towards the end. And I'm like, you know what? This is I'm getting too lucky. <laughs> like, I don't want this. Is too this is driving supposed to be fun. Like this isn't fun. <laughs> like I gotta figure out my whole yeah. You gotta figure out your whole schedules and things like like uh, yeah. Like you said like I can't imagine just being mid conversation with somebody looking outside. Go oh shoot, oh it's getting dark out. I gotta go, guys. Oh yeah. Uh, then I, then I say but then, then I say yeah. Bye. You know like oh why did she leave? <laughs> I was quick. Did I say something wrong? <laughs> That's probably what people thought. You're like yeah yeah yeah. Did I? I know. I know. Did I say something? Yeah. So here's a good one. That's why, like, when I started, you know, using a cane or in the oh, now it's like yeah, came out yeah, like walk walking around in a blind shirt, surf shirt, you know, and all of a sudden, like, there's all the space around me, and there's all this compassion (laughs) of oh, yeah, ran into that, or oh, watch that, there's a divot. Oh yeah, jeez, like the total opposite. um... I thought nobody would like me, and actually, it's a lot easier and more helpful and beneficial to just be who you really are and let people see that, you know. 
well, speaking of things that like happen, like, you know, the embarrassing moments, like uh, how has your interaction been with the wet floor sign? Oh, all the time. Knock it over all the time. That was hilarious when I first got in the Facebook group because I thought I was the only one that had that issue. Yes, me too. <laughs> That's a, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a beacon of things. Like I didn't realize it was the the nemesis of all people with RP. I didn't realize oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dishwasher doors. I have scars oh. all over Oh, cab- cabinets, the kitchen cabinets. Leave- yeah. And you know, it's worse when you leave it open. Oh, yeah. Now you have nobody to blame but yourself. <laughs> and like dogs and cats and little kids, like things oh, would just learn God. quickly and just stay away from me. Now, all don't be things. by my ankles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get away from my get away from my feet. It's a danger zone. Like, so I have to ask you. So, what's your? Do you have a memorable wet floor sign story? Do you have something that sticks out to you of the time that you launched one, maybe, or? Went surfing on the actual wet floor sign, maybe because oh. you stepped on it. <laughs> well, only because you mentioned surfing. I, I, it's not a wet floor sign, but this is a great um, RP moment. Okay. Okay. Um. So I was surfing in my first surf competition ever, right. which happened to be the the ISA World Championship in Pismo. Oh, awesome. Um. Yeah, it's like super fun. There's like a hundred and fifty different. Um, people from 30 different countries. It's like a mini Olympics. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, that sounds wow. legit. Yeah, really fun. So I uh in my first heat ever, um the the competition was just to the south of the pier. And there's this thing called shooting the pier where you can surf through the pylons, like through the pillars to go through to the other side of the pier. Okay. And I decided I was gonna try and do that for points. And be the first visually impaired person to ever, you know, shoot Pismo Pier. And yeah. So, so it, the on world television, I'm like taking a left and I'm going into the pier and I think I have this great shot. And then all of a sudden, boom, I hit something and I fly over and the announcer is like, oh my God, she just ran face first into the pylon and got knocked over and what actually happened is fortunately it was just the tip of my surfboard that hit the pillar that was in my blind spot of the peripheral vision. So I didn't see it. And okay. I was like going between other pillars. And what I are they made out, out of? Uh, well, they're made out of wood, but they're covered in barnacles, like tons of gnarly. Like, oh, you, would, you would get right. seriously messed up if you like ran. Like, right okay. <laughs> So had you gone face first, it would have been a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I became known the whole rest of the competition all week long as, oh, you're the girl that ran into the pier. Hi, thank you. And the announcer's like, well, I guess she's in the right division because she didn't see that pier and ran right into it. Like, ah, Nice one. It was, it was really funny. Um, fortunately, uh, I was okay, and and um, I've learned how to fall very well. And you know, avoid- how did you feel at the time, though? You, was it embarrassing, or did you feel like did you laugh it off pretty fast? Um. Well, I, 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 because it, it was one of those moments where you don't see it, so it hits you like, what the heck just happened? Yeah. Like, what? Well, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Shot. Like. Yeah. I good. had no idea what happened. Really. I just, my board hit it and I heard that and just jumped in the other direction. Fortunately, I didn't hit anything. Okay. Um, but when I came up out of the water, I did like a fist pump in the air, like, yeah. And then I paddled back out to the lineup to take another wave. <laughs> and the announcers are so like- So you ran with it. Yeah, 
the announcers were like, this is the spirit. This is why we love the adaptive surfers. Like, look at her go. Even though she just like smashed her face into the pylon, she's going back out for another wave. So even though you didn't do that, made you look, it made it look more badass because they're like, yeah, exactly. they thought you did. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she just got like almost knocked out and she was like, no, <laughs> I am not, I am not done yet. Oh, uh, no, that's, that's, that's awesome. I must say, cause that's a good reaction. Cause you know what? You could have gone. I guess another way with it, you know, like, like you're saying, you know, like we get all pissed off and been like, you know, and her, like you said, or just got embarrassed and just, you know, yeah. froze up. Yeah. So that's like, you did the best. That was, that was it. Yeah. No, keep going. You know, we're going to do this. <laughs> I'd be like meant to do that. <laughs> like It's like well, what I say about the wet, like knocking a wet floor sign over. Sometimes it's like, you, you know, you, you, when you knock it over, you just keep going. Like, yeah. Oh man, like the posts, you know, like sometimes there's these random posts that hold up, you know, buildings or um, like porches or something. Oh, and so right. Yes. You're like walking down the sidewalk and it's a way open sidewalk. Only there's this like random pillar in the middle. And so I have walked like smacked my face before on like random posts. I'm like blood gushing down my face. I'm uh... like, I'll just put my hoodie over my head so nobody sees that so I can that, keep right. going on with my grocery going. shopping. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm all right. I'm a little Like, I have blurry, so many but... scars on my forehead oh, from hitting my head so many times. <laughs> oh, I got one. I got one. I took a door, like a car door right to my eyes. I got, like, I stitched it myself. Like, my wife's like, you should go to the hospital for that. And I didn't. I literally just, like, butterf went to a CVS, butterfly stitched it and everything. So I have this, I, for a long time, I had this scar right in the middle of my eyes oh, and stuff. Yeah. but i wear them with pride because like that's just that's rp like i literally i had a car i left my car door open and i went to go reach down to get something like really fast number always speed when it's enemy. really fast right speed is the enemy speed is the enemy <laughs> and it's when i took that took the edge of the door right between my eyes and just oh, yep like you said blood everywhere almost knocked myself out oh. actually i like the best one to me the most ironic one to me was i did a similar thing at the ymca at the bathroom, you know the handicap railing? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I put those. Someone yeah. <laughs> failed to put it back up. So the railing was still down. Now, granted, I saw that when I went into the bathroom. And I put my water bottle down to, you know, go to the bathroom. And so I do my business and then go to pick the water bottle back up and slam my head right into the, the uh. and once again, almost knocking myself out in the bathroom. Yeah. Came out with a big, oh, yeah, Mark. Yeah. So, like, oh, yeah. So that's, I'm with you. Oh yeah, Anywhere. sinks and bathrooms. So many times, bending over, I've knocked my head, and yeah. You gotta do the tai chi now. That's why I call it. We call it RP tai chi when you put your hands out like this, and you kind of just, you know, you always. <laughs> That's your... how I walk through my house yeah, in the dark yeah. at night. You know? uh, just kind of. Yeah, and every time you go down, you put your hand out and then you go down. Yeah. You know, I try and wear a baseball cap now. Yeah. So yep, yep. So hits the hits the yes. of warning. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. I my this hat has saved my life many times like by yeah. from not hitting the cabinet doors and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I left that open. Oh, I left that open. Oops. Oh yeah. Jesus. Like my wife warns me all the time. You uh, even if it's a door I open, she'll be like, Yeah, that door's open. I'm like, yeah, I know, but like I know. She's like, Yeah, but I just have to tell you because you know you're gonna walk into it. I'm like, Yeah, probably will. I go, but just cause but just cause you just because you told me about it doesn't mean I'm not gonna walk into it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still find a way. <laughs> so here we go. If you get your vision back What's one of the first things you're going to do? Oh, geez. First um, thing you got to 
your vision's been back. We'll, we'll ignore the fact that it's going to blow your mind and you're probably going to be very emotional for a long time. Because <laughs> I, I don't talk about that on the, on the podcast, but I've referenced it a few times. I'm like, I never thought about this, but I asked that question to people. But And you're always like, oh, I'm going to go do this, go drive a car. I'm just like, no, no, you're, you're not going to do that first. You're going to be like, you're just, imagine getting all your vision back in one day. You're going to be so emotional because it's almost going to be like shell shock. Like, it's like, Oh my God, I'm saying like, it's going to be a um, information overload. Your brain yeah, is going to be like, what is going on? Like, I'm seeing this, 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 all these things, all this stuff's going on. Like, uh, and you're going to be like, no, you'll be emotional. And then you're going to be sad because you, am I now I'm no longer that RP person anymore. The person that made me strong. Am I not that person anymore now? Do right. I lose all that? I, lo- I just lost all that community because now I'm not someone with RP anymore. Like right. there's a, there's a big, I was like, there's a lot more to this, but like, but let's just say we've gotten past all that. And now what are you, what, what are you doing? Like what's something that you're, we'd be excited to finally do that maybe you lost out on or something that was taken away from you. Um, you know, I think just spending time with my family, with my friends, I mean, just being able to see my children and, uh, my partner, you know, their faces fully and hanging out with them. And um, one thing I really miss not being able to drive is camping in the wilderness. Oh, you know, okay. Backpacking. Yep. Yep. Um, I've done it a, a, just a little bit since giving up driving, you know, with friends and stuff, but um, yeah, I would just explore in nature. I love, you know, being able to be out in nature and obviously I'd be able to see more of the birds and the trees and the And you wouldn't have to worry about it getting dark out. Yeah. And usually I'm <laughs> like only looking at my feet as I'm hiking on the trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you like can full actually attention take, yep, that I can't see everything else. And <laughs> it's like, oh my god. No, that's like I've no I like those answers because like it's it's something like most people just take for granted, you know, like that's not even like something you thought, but like I said, I had someone on who said they wanted, they would stare at their wife because they've never actually seen their wife before. Yeah. Like, I was like, that's like, oh, that's, <laughs> like, that's nice. <laughs> Most people would be like, of course, driving is usually the number one, I would say, like, go to. Because most people either didn't get a chance to drive or, you know, obviously it was taken away and it was something they loved. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, great, I miss the independence of driving, but I was never that good of a driver with, you know, the amount of <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I had the whole time. It was stressful. <laughs> I'm not good even. <laughs> That's too good. At least you could put bags. You'd have to be able to put your bags in your car and you don't have to worry about yes. being accused of a, a hobo. <laughs> like, that's it. That's still the best. You want me to some groceries? You want some groceries? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've never got it. I, I'm telling you, I, I, today's economy, I'd be like, you know, yeah, if you don't mind. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, just things are, thank you. Things are just real rough. Yeah. <laughs> I should get home and like, where'd you get all these groceries from? I thought you were well, going to go do small shopping. Oh, them in the Uber with the other oh my God. Imagine you're like, you're like, we're, now you weren't expecting some lady to buy you groceries. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, How, what happened? I don't know. Some lady offered to buy me groceries and I went with it. <laughs> ah. Now this one I'm really curious about because you're about like your vision's kind of close to mine. So in your dreams, are you visually impaired or fully sighted or kind of live both? Or... That's a good question. I've never actually thought about that um, <clears throat> because even in like my visual impairment, I don't 
really realize I'm visually impaired because I'm so right. Yeah, it, you know. I so, describe it as not like you're doing something and you might get a feeling in your dream. Like I'm not supposed to be doing this. Mm. Like, like driving a car for instance, or something like, yeah, I would say that I'm not visually impaired in my dreams. Okay. Because I've never that you had know so that far. thought of. Yeah. Like, Oh, Oh, I was doing this. Like, yeah. no, <laughs> I recently, I'm, I've actually had one where I actually had people in it with canes, like I had oh, wow. other people in the gym. And I, and ironically with the irony was I lost mine in the dream and i was like uh-huh. fist bumping them in their shoulder as they walk by i was like yeah yeah i'm, I'm like i'm a visually impaired guy too like right, you know <laughs> and i'm like no 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 but i just don't have my cane i don't have it on me right now but i, I swear <laughs> i'm like uh, and i was like wow i've never actually had a dream where i had other people in the dream that were that were visually impaired it was the weirdest thing but yeah, yeah usually usually i describe it that way for people who are like i never thought about it it's like no like it's usually not so much that you see normal but you're doing something and you're like, it's just an un, it's just a, not a comfortable thing. Or you'll, or I've said it like in the dream, I've actually said, I'm not supposed to drive. Like, or, you know, I'm not, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'll still do it. Like, I'll be like, I'm really not supposed to drive, you know, but I, I like, I got to do this. Like, or, you know, or like it was some situation where I had to do it. So yeah. it's just like, I think it's, I, maybe I, it's probably because we think so much of things. Like I think a lot about my vision probably. And like, you know, so I think it manifests. Totally. But, and they're also saying like, I, I was discussing this. I was, I want to read more into this. I know some there's a woman on TikTok actually that is actually investigating this very thing because it's like something about it takes seven or eight years for your brain to catch up to that. Like so, like right now from here on the vision I have now, like the things I'm experiencing, it's about eight years from now my brain will start like I'll start losing the sight. I'll, I'll start seeing things less and less and less in my dream. I, realistically, that's what they're saying. Like because wow. your brain's getting less information. Yeah, yeah. Because you're losing, you know, so it doesn't have that. So, so that's why that's another reason why I asked that question because I'm kind of curious. Yeah. I mean, I asked it mostly because it started like just before I started the podcast. Like that's when it was starting for me. And I just was wondering, like, oh, I wonder if like other people, you know, mm-hmm. experience this or is it just once again, like it's like the wet floor sign. You know, like, yeah. I'm, am I the only one that hates these exactly. stupid things and finds them everywhere? Oh, wait a minute. Everybody else does. That's awesome. <laughs> so I'm not alone. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. But no, that's the great thing about like the, the groups and things. And that's the reason why I started this podcast actually was because I stuff to read. Like, you know, you see people like um, they post these long things and, and I, I just, I just, sometimes I just scroll and I feel bad, but like, it's better to hear someone talk about it, you know, hear their real, their story than to have them type it out yeah on yeah, a facebook definitely. i wanted to bring i wanted to bring that to life like bring like 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 let me hear these people and that's and what other i love people about hear the these podcast people. it's like you know that feeling of you're alone with this and and then listening to your podcast and realizing oh there's all these other people and all these different stories and you know we're not alone and or is that gratitude you're saying before so it's like yeah. you're like oh i thought i was having a rough one and this person was blind from birth or this right. person was this and you're like and they're they're doing amazing like, so, I mean, I had a girl on that was 15 and I felt terrible for her because she was like, I'm like, I asked her if she, I was kind of curious if she was being bullied because of that. And she was, you know, she did deal with that. I was yeah. like, because I was like, I was fortunate enough not to, I could hide it in school. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I was fine during the day and I couldn't imagine going into school and having a cane and, oh, oh my yeah. God, kids are terrible as it is. Oh, yeah. And, you know, like. I don't want something else. That's where it would be. The cane would have been a bad thing. And then it would leave like a mark on me, I think, or anybody like that. The cane sucks because the cane put me out. 
it makes me, you know, it would almost become a, ne- a negative connotation about it. Like, cause it would be like, well, I'm bullied because I had this cane, you know, and now I would want to find a way to get rid of it. <laughs> like, okay, I'm, I'm going to get, do whatever I can to get my sight back. Cause I hate this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's not that like, I mean, I grew up my mom. I mean, I, my mom's the same thing and she hated the cane. I mean, I remember my, my mom always saying, hate the stupid thing. She was like in her thirties, like always having to go outside, and she just hated it. So she went to a guide yeah. dog. She ended up getting a guide dog, but oh yeah. So not we all like I said, have your own journey. So even my mom had her own, and that was that was hers. You know, having to just, you know, she had it was terrible. Like, oh, I don't use this thing. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like yeah, it happens. But no, I could not. I felt bad for that girl, and like, but what I learned though is. And I thought it was really fascinating is that they have like programs now in high schools, like built in. Like that's amazing. For, for, right? Like imagine us in high school. Say your vision was like a lot worse and you needed assistance in high school, like during the day, like large print books or whatever. And yeah. you know, like they had they have classes. Imagine they're like, oh, we have a whole class. We have a whole separate thing for you, like and all this stuff. You can, you know, no problem. Yeah, you know, we, we work, we'll work with you. Like we have all these accessibility stuff. We have all these, you know, aids. It would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. We don't, cause we didn't have that. I mean, I know, I don't, I know I definitely wouldn't have had that. They would have, no school would have known what to do. If yeah. I said, Hey, you know, I'm low vision and I, you know, I need, I need help getting to my uh, classes or, um, and stuff like that. And, and like I said, once you bring the cane in and, and I was already bullied as it was like, Oh my God, like that would just. Yeah, that would be a lot of support for kids just emotionally too, to, you know, know you're not alone and have that support from the school system. And you were describing your experience, how you were already emotional about it as a teenager. Yeah. Now let's factor in like you're going to school with a cane now and people giving you flack, like, like, you know, like, oh my God, just, and we are, and some of us don't want to just stand out like that. You know, some of us don't want to be, we want to just, we want to just be able to kind of, just chill blend with everybody in. else yeah. and then yeah when you're a teenager sometimes you don't want to stand out and that's you know you want to just just yeah you make it through life and uh oh my god that would have been i think but she was awesome though like you know i didn't know how it handled having like a teenager <laughs> i was like i was like you're my first teenager <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like i feel like and i go and it's funny because the, the 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 dad in me kicked in a bunch of times because mm-hmm. i was like oh i would i was like oh man those kids man i'm like i would yeah, I had to react. I would be like, "I'm sorry, this is totally the dad in me getting <laughs> mad that like these people like did this to you, and like that pisses me off." <laughs> I have to control my like my my father uh, father inside because <laughs> like I'm like you are legitimately old enough to be my kid, <laughs> and that's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's so funny though. It's like yeah, you got that. Like no, no, no. They they should not be doing that to you. Did did they get in trouble? I hope they got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you did you report them did they go there you're like oh you're like oh my god no but yep but here we are but uh thank you so much for being on today and uh sharing your journey and all your you. amazing things that you brought up that like like i said i've never actually even got to talk about so like it's that's so cool <laughs> and yeah, is there anything else you want to leave with like any words of uh wisdom for people that might be uh, listening right now Um, you know, I would just say that for me, finding that gratitude, you know, like you said, and finding ways to, to rewrite the story, 
has has helped me you know instead of sitting on the pity potty of oh poor me to you know oh look at all these gifts and opportunities that it's brought me like I just try and make a game out of it like oh I get to have these wonderful conversations with all these people that give me rides you know instead of <laughs> right yes oh it sucks I, that I can't drive myself here you know I talk to the uber person all the time I'm, I, yeah. I feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> I always hope for a talkative uber driver yeah. So, you know, I try and just make the best of it and grateful for all the vision that I do still have every day, you know. Awesome. And, um, Any yeah. surfing competitions coming up or is there anything that we could possibly see? Are you doing more or um, yeah, next, the next year when it comes up? Or? Um, the next surfing competition is in December in Pismo, um, the ISA World Competition. It's like the 5th to the 11th. That's the, okay. Uh, just in a couple of weeks. And I would highly encourage anybody out there that's interested in um, surfing or any other sports to get out there and find communities and uh, be a part of the visually impaired, even professional uh, athlete, athletes and local groups. And um, yeah, it's brought so much goodness to my life. And, and do things that you're not even like thinking you think you can do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Totally. If it seems if it seems like something interesting, just do it. it. <laughs> Give it a whirl. <laughs> and what's what's honestly the worst that can happen? You know, I mean, we've already tripped on a billion wet floor signs. It really can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much. Thank you and, so uh, much. You enjoy the rest of your day because that's right. You are like um, three hours behind me. So oh, nice. yeah, that's awesome. well, you, you too. You, you and do. thank you for, you know, providing this spark of light for so many people with RP. It's great what you oh, do. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Those are the comments that keep me going. <laughs> <laughs> so enjoy. Talk to you. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know when this goes live. Sounds great. Thanks. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. And this has been another great episode of Living Free with RP. Head over to Facebook. Hit that like button, and I will see you guys in the next episode.